All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. <laughs> it was hot. It was really quite something. <laughs> Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. Guys, AltPlayground.net is changing the game for us lifestylers. And they're doing it in so many different ways, including the inclusivity you can find on the site. Whether you are polyamorous, you are just sex positive, you are a kinkster, you're a swinger, you're a hot wife, it doesn't matter. You're going to find people to connect with at Alt Playground. I also love, we love, that they have so many different gender identities, uh, different ways that you can can express your relationship dynamics. If you're in a polyamorous triad, you're just going to feel as comfortable as if you were a heteronormative couple. And that's what we need more of in the lifestyle. So we're really proud to be partnered with altplayground.net because of that. Head on over to altplayground.net today to start connecting with people and see all of their amazing features. You can, of course, come join our community there as well. It's called Front Porch Swingers. Has 900 people from across the United States and Canada. Canada in it. So come check out what it's about all for yourself. You're going to love it. So we should uh, talk a little bit about Nashville and our trip so far and how that's going. Yeah, we are still in Nashville. We'll be here likely for the next couple of days, it looks like. Yes. Two more days at least, which is good because we are excited to get on the road to the next city. Yes, we are. And it's it's interesting because things are constantly changing and we are not those people. We are the people that want everything fucking nailed down by the day, by the time. And we're really having to be more malleable on this trip so far. So. Yeah, I'm struggling with the inconsistency a little bit. I need structure. Yeah. It's wearing me out. I'm starting to get a little frustrated. Well, we're obviously. also creatures Anxious. of habit and we can't form any habits because it's right. like we're in a hotel room and then we're going to we're going to constantly check on the bus and we're talking to the rap people and there's just a lot going into this not complaining it's all going to be amazing when it's all said and done but right now we're in this weird holding pattern and i think it's kind of starting to wear on us a bit yeah it's like my feet are in quicksand i'm starting to lose my shit a little i gotta get going i I just i hate the inconsistency and the lack of structure yeah you know i just need to know where i'm going where we're sleeping where we got to be when we have to be there it's difficult when we are you're really relying on multiple people to like get your shit together. And I will say, I fucking love the people in Nashville. Everyone is so nice. But there's also this kind of slower lifestyle here than we're used to. It's a lot of, yeah, we'll get to it this afternoon or we'll figure that out tomorrow. And it's like, no, motherfucker. Yeah, we are definitely uh, on a different time a wavelength when it comes to getting stuff done on time. No one's in a rush. No. No sense of urgency. Meanwhile, I'm like, chop, chop, let's go. We Brian's get this pacing going. the room nervously, biting his fingernails so we can get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like we got to get going. We got shit to do. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little bit of a struggle. It's a, it's a culture shock trying to get my head around that a little bit. Yeah, well, I think we're we're going to have many culture shocks along the way, so we better get used to it. Better buckle up. Yeah, for sure. But this is an amazing city. And you actually said yesterday for the first time about any place we've ever been that you could, you think you could live here. 
Yeah, I mean, I've traveled a lot for work, and you and I have traveled, obviously, together. And I I love all the cities we visited together or separately. You know, Miami, for example, I was there this time last year for a work trip. Great beach, you know, electric nightlife, so many things that I like, but I couldn't live in Miami. I could live here in Nashville. Yeah, it's a very cool city. It's just got a really nice energy. I dig it. Yeah. And I love the people. Everyone is so friendly. Yes. It doesn't matter if you're at the grocery store. If you, I, I bumped into some lady. I went to the grocery store to pick you up a couple things. I bumped into her and she apologized to me. I was yeah. like, what? People here are so fucking nice. Yeah, it's really just a pleasant place. Not terrible traffic. And everyone's happy to be here. That's the thing I really love about it is yeah. because we're kind of trying to figure out where we're going to live when this road trip is done, although we may stay on the road, who the fuck knows, but we've been trying to decide where we end up. And so everywhere I go, I ask people, what do you think of it here? How do you like it here? And everyone is like, oh, this is home. This is this yeah. is where I will always be. I love the city. Yeah, we hear that from a lot of people. It's interesting. For so. sure. Now, I will say it did snow here two days ago, and I about shit. <laughs> I about cried. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Is it just following us? We can't get away from it? No. Yeah. I mean, it was it was snowing hard. Now, it didn't stick, fortunately. Uh, but yeah, it was a little... It freaked me out a little bit. Like, how the fuck did this happen? Yeah. You know? I didn't even know it snowed here. Uh, apparently, it does. Yeah. yeah it sure does. They we saw it with our own eyes. I watched it come down for about an hour. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. It was a little, it was a little creepy. Yeah. But and I then like the sun came out, and it was okay. Yeah. And the next day, it was really nice. So... Yeah. I like it here. I, uh, of course, I'm not saying we're going to end up in Nashville. You're like, this is the first city that we've been to. You cannot be so quick <laughs> yeah, to jump on. Don't a- pull the trigger yet. You're just excited to not be at home. And that's really what it's all about. So we got to kind of test the waters in a lot of places, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But this is the first place I feel really comfortable that we've been aside from home. Yeah, for sure. So stay tuned for more of me saying that 72 times when we're on the road <laughs> yeah i could totally live here we'll I could see. live here i could live here yeah, yeah. we'll see <laughs> okay so let's get to single guy tip of the week because i think this Which one is one holy shit <laughs> there i mean this is the the opportunities for single guy tips of the week are endless as it pertains to the past couple of weeks for us well there's a lot of a lot more people here obviously than in our previous town and it's been for the most part really solid Very talking positive. to guys yeah. people here are definitely more i would say just have better people skills more so than anything else well they're just accustomed to a different way of you know conducting themselves and it's a uh, it's you it's fu- it's fun to see the difference i think from what we're accustomed to or what we've become accustomed to and that's really kind of refreshing it's, it's really nice having cogent conversations even digitally with people and not just getting the the random dick pic and all that kind of stuff right out of the gate. Yeah. You know, there's a lot less of that. For sure. However, there was one guy, and to be fair, this is not a single guy. He reached out as a single guy, but this is a married guy. And of course, you know, this stuff happens. We know as lifestylers that you're going to run into situations where there are going to be married men who think that for whatever reason, because you are a sex positive couple, because you're a non-monogamous couple, you're just going to be totally okay with them cheating on a spouse. So this guy reaches out on one of the platforms we're on and says, I really like your profile. It seems like you're in a similar situation to me. And I said, 
okay, I'll bite. What situation is that? And he said, well, I travel a lot. And when I'm on the road, I basically do as I please. And I said, does your wife know that you do as you please? Because it sounds like you're married. And he said, yeah, I'm married. And no, she doesn't know. I said, I would love for you to explain to me how your situation is similar to mine. And, you know, of course, he goes into this diatribe about how we're both, you know, exploring our sexualities and we're both getting what we need out of life and out of sex. I'm like, no, motherfucker, this is not the same situation. Your situation is very different from mine. And just because I'm non-monogamous does not mean I'm cheating. I have the full enthusiastic consent of my partner, unlike you. And he just could not fucking wrap his head around it. No, he was in, he was convinced that I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, in fact, he was like, so you're trying to tell me that your partner knows everything you do? I was like, yes. Yeah. Yes. In fact, we talk about it many times and typically while he's fucking me. Yeah, and it's also really hard to hide stuff when you live within like 500 square feet of each other. Yeah, there's no hiding anything. Yeah. And why would I? I mean, in our relationship, you love to know everything that's going on. So I right. show you all the messages, all the pictures, all everything. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a, it's difficult for a lot of people to wrap their heads around. But I think that, you know, the bottom line to this is if you're a guy... If, <laughs> First of all, as you said, this is not necessarily a single guy. This guy's just full of shit. But if you really are trying to get into this space, first of all, being honest, that's one thing. And the idea that if you think because you're just because there are sex positive people that you're reaching out to, that they're going to be okay with your infidelity or whatever bullshit you're trying to spin, that's not going to work. You're not going to get your foot in the door with that kind of behavior, at least not with us. That may, some people just may not care that that's your thing. For us, particularly, that's not going to work. We want this to be a you know completely open situation. Yeah, all above ground. And I also think that most lifestylers that I know and that I've spoken with feel even more intensely against infidelity than your average person off the street because right. we have worked so hard in our relationships to get to a point where we can be totally open and honest. Right. And so it's like we've done all that hard work and you don't have the courage to do it. And so it's like, yeah, you shouldn't just assume that because we fuck other people, we're totally okay with you cheating on your wife. Well, also to presume that your situation is the same as someone else's. So you're stepping out on your wife who doesn't know anything about your traveling you know, needs. And you're assuming that because we're in an open relationship that we're all you know, in the same boat. We're not even in the same body of fucking water. Yeah. So I, Different I don't Different oceans, okay? Yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> so yeah, that's it's just one of those things. So single guy or attached guy, tip of the week. Again, know your audience. Don't presume... And don't think that because there are open people in this space and sex positive people in this space that your personal situation is going to fly with everyone because it's not. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Also, let me say this. If you are a single guy and you're going to try to meet me, uh, what you don't want to do <laughs> is keep me waiting 20 minutes while you're on the fucking phone. So fucking rude. Yeah, because that's I'm, I'm not down with that. So that I just can't fuck with you. You were pissed and I, I don't blame pissed. you at all. Yeah. Yeah, you can't keep me waiting, dude. That's not a thing. Well, yeah, I can't. I'm, I literally cannot imagine going out with someone and being like, hey, I'm going to go take a 25-minute fucking phone call. Yeah. You said you he didn't even barely speak to you when you walked in we the door. Met, we met for two seconds. Literally, hey, I'll be right back. I got to take this call. He walked out. I sat down. I was on my phone, looked up and realized, Jesus, this has been like 25 minutes. I just walked out the door. I said, hey, sorry, I'm not waiting. Just got in the car and left. <laughs> fuck that you gotta be kidding me <laughs> yeah. you know i mean seriously use some fucking manners yeah i i get pissed when someone 
answers a text message when I'm on a first meeting with them. So I literally can't imagine yeah. a 25 minute phone call. I would lose my mind. Yeah. So again, use some decorum. You know, yeah, just some manners. be thoughtful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you'll it's get a lot further. Hard. So there you have it. You got a twofer. All right. I like it. So another really cool experience we got to have here in Nashville was we went to The Mark by CPI, which is a kink positive, sex positive, educational space, a play space, not now because they're closed because of COVID, but typically it's just this multi-use facility that is unlike anything I have ever seen before. Yeah, we talked a little bit about uh, Studio Friction in Denver when we were there. That yes. was about this, well, it was this time last year, maybe even before. No, it was fall of, yeah. of 2019. A great space if you're ever in the Denver area. And of course, if they're functioning because of COVID and you get a chance to tour that facility, it's very, very cool. Very sex positive, kink oriented, BDSM in nature. They also hold swinger events and classes and that kind of thing. So we had the chance, like you said, to go to the Mark here in Nashville, which is a premier space. For me, just from the standpoint of the mechanics of it, how it was put together. Yeah, you're so the operational guy. You're looking up at the ceiling the whole time like, oh my yeah. God, this is so impressive. All these pulleys and levers. Yeah, and- this place is no bullshit. I mean, it's really done properly. It is pristine. You can actually see it. We did a video with the good folks over at The Mark. It's on YouTube. It's on our YouTube channel. So you can get a pretty good idea of what the place will look like. It doesn't do it justice. It is. You can eat off of every surface in that place. It's so impressive. And we've talked about this before, the kink positive, the BDSM positive, the sex positive spaces really have their shit together They when it comes do. to venues and just protocols. And it's it's absolutely the, the most well done facility I think we've been in yet. I think that there are a lot of swinger facilities out there. And I know some people are going to shit on this, but I'm going to say it anyway. A lot of swinger facilities out there who really need to tour this facility and learn a lot. Yeah. If you have the opportunity, if you run a, a swinger centric space, you run a club or if events, you're, you're throwing events. You are really doing yourself an injustice if you don't step into a kink space like this, particularly this one, if you have the ability to get to it. Man, you will really be amazed. For me, when you walk into this place, this is what I want all of the swinger clubs to look like. Yeah. That's not the case at all. No, it is not. We've been to some horrendous locations that are really not just unimpressive, but just insulting. Yep. And this place is amazing. I mean, they just did an amazing job. Everything about it is done absolutely well well and it's so it it's so positive in so many other ways aside from just kink and sex i mean just when you walk in they have the lapel buttons that you can yes so that you can show someone's pronoun right uh, or you can communicate to other people your pronoun without having to tell them which is so fucking thoughtful you know they're constantly talking about consent there is no alcohol or drug use on Uh, the facility property. I mean, just everything about this is let's take away all the extraneous shit and just focus on the kink and the connections. Right. And that's so special. You don't see that every single day. And I was so blown away by it. Yeah, well, they also obviously promote the concept of no judgment, body positivity. It's just a very cool space with a lot of very good energy. And when they do throw events, as our host was telling us, they do have swinger type events that go on. There are no private rooms, which I thought was very cool because they really promote the idea of this inclusivity. And as he said, they find that even people who are really interested in finding those private rooms and don't like to play in front of other people or whatever, 
you know, everybody in the room is naked and there's no judgment. They're just relaxed in a very cool environment, very thoughtful space. And all of a sudden, everybody just forgets that they're all naked. Yeah. You know, it's just, it just becomes normal. I fucking loved it. I, I would live there if we could. I would just pull up a car. Oh, the place is amazing. It's so fucking cool. Yeah, they're not functioning right now. They have, they do have permission from the city to hold events up to 25 people. Uh, classes, they do uh, private classes. They are holding off right now. So right now, you can't go in and just tour the place. Uh, but if you get the opportunity, certainly take a look. Look it up. It's just, it is just amazing. What, what a great facility. And if you're thinking of opening a facility or you run a facility, you need to check this place out. You owe it to yourself to see it and see how it's really done properly. Hell yes. You should totally get in touch with the people that run that facility. It's it's amazing. Yeah. If you want to, if you're interested in contacting them, you can reach out to us and we'll try to connect you. For sure. So that was really cool. That was my favorite experience so far in Nashville. I fucking loved it. I like the Johnny Cash Museum too, but I did absolutely dig the mark. <laughs> yeah, the Johnny Cash Museum was so fucking cool. Yeah. We were like kids in a candy store the whole yeah, time. We're huge Johnny Cash fans. That thing is, I mean, if you, yeah, it's just so cool. You get lost in there for a couple of hours. We did. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, it's very neat. A lot, of, a lot of very cool tidbits about Johnny Cash's history. But yeah, the mark for sure, highlight of the trip, no doubt about it. For me, it was really seeing something so positive moving in the right direction, people that get it, that want to make a difference. And listen, I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm sure people are going to get all twisted about this too, particularly in the swinger space, because apparently consent is not as big a deal in the swinger space as it is in the king space, which blows me away. These folks actually reach out to local swinger facilities and event promoters and ask them if they want them to, at free of charge, by the way, to host a class on consent prior to an event or or in any situation that they deem necessary. All of them have told them the same thing. Consent isn't a sexy topic, so we don't want to have our people listen to it. Uh, could you, um, I, I don't even, I can't wrap my head around something that's fucking insane. Yeah, it's fucking insane. And it that's, really you know, that's and, the best yeah. way to put it. It is fucking insane. Yeah, you've got the opportunity. By all means, you should fucking take it. You yeah. Know, especially from people who get it. I don't, I don't have words for that one. Yeah, <laughs> I was just, pretty blown away, but that's yeah. why I want to, I want to find more spaces like this that are out there because I know they're out there, but they're not talked about enough in the swinger centric community. Well, those are the people we'll be interviewing. We have a, we have a couple places on the calendar that we will be visiting. We've been fortunate enough to get in touch with the, the folks that run those facilities. So a lot of the kink spaces, a lot of the sex positive spaces, people who are doing things differently, but doing them right, at least in our opinion, uh, we're going to bring that to you for sure. A lot of it via our YouTube, because we're going to do as many videos as we can. Yeah, just another reason to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already. It's just called Front Porch Swingers, and that first uh, The Mark video can be found there now. It's, yeah. uh, it's really cool. It's about 13 minutes of awesomeness packed in. And uh, you should totally go watch it. Yeah, for sure. Check it out. So, so we have a very sexy story for you guys. I also think it's quite heartfelt. It's near and dear to my heart because of a lot of different things, which you're going to hear about very shortly. But before we get to that, we need to say a very big thank you to our partners, Adam and Eve. Valentine's Day is just around the corner. And for us lifestylers, that doesn't mean the only time of year that you're going to get sexy stuff for your partner, right? But it's a good time to update your toys and get your special someone something sexy. So if you go 
go to adamandeve.com and use our promo code SWINGERS at checkout. Not only are you going to get 50% off of one item, but you'll also get 10 tantalizing free items. For your viewing pleasure, six free movies, a free mystery pack that includes an item for him, a special toy for her, and something Adam and Eve knows you'll both enjoy, plus free shipping. That is so much free Valentine's Day stuff, all meant to help you ignite your Valentine's Day this year. So once again, adamandeve.com, use code SWINGERS, S-W-I-N-G-E-R-S, at checkout for all of those free items, 50% off of one item, and free shipping. We know it's the perfect place to go for Valentine's Day, and so you should head on over there today. Also, guys, a brand new project for us and a brand new app that you should absolutely be aware of is Stereo. Stereo is a free live broadcast social platform that enables listeners to have real conversations in real time. So Brian and I actually do a live show now on Stereo on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Central Time. We did our first one last week. It was so much fun. And the best part about it is we can engage with you guys real time in direct conversations. So in other words, you guys can get on, leave us voice messages that will play during our live show. You can ask questions or leave your own comments and we get to interact with you right then and there. It is so fun. Front Porch Swingers listeners have a brand new way to interact with us. As we said, make sure that you're joining us this coming Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Time on the Stereo app, and you can download it as well as get all of the notifications of our live shows by heading to Stereo.com slash FP Swingers. We will leave that link for you in the show notes. We hope that you'll jump over there and join us. It is a brand new way to listen to FPS. So today we're going to talk about my very last sexcapade from Montana with quite possibly my favorite, not quite possibly, absolutely my favorite play partner, someone that I have been friends with for a long time and that you guys have heard so much about. And this one is a little emotional for me because, you know, this is somebody who's a friend. It's not just somebody who sticks his cock in me. It's uh, someone that I really enjoy spending time with, and that's Clint. So this is my last experience with Clint. Hopefully not ever. I mean, of course, I hope to see him again and, and play with him, but it'll probably be us an extended period of time before that happens for sure and we have talked to him about potentially meeting us in some places because he well when the world is normal he does travel uh, a little bit so hopefully we'll get the opportunity to see him again for sure but yeah this was a little weird you came home after this experience it was obvious that you were emotional about it yeah, yeah. i was so should i tell the story yeah okay so clint and i had originally planned to see each other the day that we had the last foursome with he and persephone right that was the plan was for him to to come over because it was also one of the last days we had a bed correct <laughs> that is correct. and i was really trying to plan around that but when he reaches out and says hey this beautiful woman persephone totally wants to come with me and play with you guys again i'm certainly not going to turn that down yeah and as you if you heard the last episode we talked about i'm so glad you didn't turn that down because it was fucking amazing <laughs> but by the time we planned this play session our bed was gone yes and so i didn't know exactly how that was gonna work <laughs> i was like are we gonna fuck on an air mattress i don't really want that to be the last experience that he and i have that doesn't feel like the most sexy thing in the entire world <laughs> yeah probably doesn't want to you don't want to end on that note necessarily you know yes. not after two plus years of hot steamy sex 
So he actually has someone that lives just down the road from us that's uh, a friend of his. Yeah. And so she was gone and she allowed us to use her home for our, our last session together, which I was really excited that she was she was willing to do that and Clint had put that all together for us. I thought that was very thoughtful of him. So this is also interesting. We actually planned to go out and have a drink before we went to go play. And I went and met him at this place that we see him at often, one of our favorite places that was just down the road from our home. And as we were sitting there waiting for a table, we realized that this is the first time that he and I have gone out and had a drink, just the two of us ever. Yeah, I I really had to think about that because I I didn't realize that. We've been out many times with him, had drinks, had dinner, you know, had lunch. At least a dozen. And it never occurred to me that the two of you had never done it alone. Never. It's very strange. That is strange. Why do you think we never made that happen? I don't know. I guess because every time it ever came up, it was like, it was the two of us. You know, for whatever reason, it just worked out that like you and I were going to meet with him. And and of course, to Clint's credit, anytime he asked you to meet him out for lunch or dinner or drink, or whatever, it was always, can the two of you meet me? You yeah. know, it, that kind of thing. So that's probably a large part of why. Well, yeah, I mean, you guys were very friendly with each other as well. So I think it was this mindset on all three of our parts of like, well, it's just going to be the three of us going out together. But right. I did find that really interesting. As we're sitting there, it hit me out of nowhere. This is the first time we're ever doing this. And it's the last time we're seeing each other until we leave. Well, yeah. And also, if you think about it, other than Persephone, there has been no other person in the space with the three of us. It's only been the three of us. It's Not- either been the three of us or just the two of you sexually speaking yes, yes. yeah for so sure. yeah i mean i just i guess maybe that's partly why i don't know it just didn't occur to me until you said it that you guys had never like been out on a solo date like drinking or dinner or lunch or anything together anything yeah i really wish we kind of would have made that happen before the last time that i saw him literally but, yeah, the last time yeah we sat and had a, a couple of beers and it was really really nice it was different and i think what i realized sitting with him just the two of us is it is a very different experience than when you're there of course i love you coming with me but your energy is so kind of dominant even in situations where we're just sitting there that a lot of times i kind of take a back seat right and i loved that i had the opportunity to not do that with clint i love that he and i could sit across from each other have that one-on-one energy which is so different than anything else And it was really nice. It was just this reminder of why it is I so enjoy him because he's thoughtful, he's intelligent, he's just so interesting. And speaking with him is just kind of a treat. Yeah, he's a very different kind of guy. He's a he's a unique individual for sure. Not someone that we're we're easily going to replace in any way, shape, or form. He can't be replaced. He's a friend. He's going to remain a friend no matter how much time goes on between the next time we see him, kind of thing. And I don't think it's going to be that long. I think we're going to have an opportunity to catch up with them sooner rather than later hopefully but yeah it's um it was a unique experience that entire journey with him for that you know it was over two years almost two and a half years yeah but the fact that you had not gone out with him alone is strange however i will say that now because we have determined you have determined certainly that when we're together meeting someone or having drinks with someone or whatever the situation 
you do tend to take a back seat if I'm there. You will want me to take the lead. I think it just happens. I don't necessarily want you to take the lead. I think we just have roles that we fall into. I mean, it even happens when we're just out at a vanilla place, just the two of us, and someone starts talking to us. It's like you immediately kind of take that lead role and start the conversation and lead the conversation. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. But it does make for a very different situation when you're not there because of that. Because I find myself having to kind of take the lead and be more gregarious. I don't know if that's the right word, but just more outgoing. Well, yeah, and that's a lot of why now, for the most part, you meet folks on your own without me. Yeah, because when I am alone, I just like, I completely take over the conversation and it does feel like a different energy. It's really interesting. And I, I don't want it to come across as a knock on you being there at all. It's just one of those things that I'm very mindful of now that we've done both. Now that you have come with me on dates and I've done them on my own. Well, it's important, I think, for you to be able to express yourself and for people to see you for who you really are. And if I'm there, you don't necessarily get the opportunity to do that or at least you don't take the opportunity because again, my energy supersedes yours in those situations. Yeah. I probably need to be better about just stepping out there even if you are there, but it's just one of those things you just naturally fall into roles when you're in a relationship. Yeah. Now with that said, I do think, and and we'll talk about this at a a later show, we did have the opportunity to meet a couple, which was amazing. uh, A couple that I had met before that you had not. And we had dinner with them. We spent three hours with them at dinner or thereabouts. And we, you were very much part of that conversation. It was a very kind of equal time spent with them but you know, in that in that space. And I think it was because I consciously made the effort to do that. I didn't want to come across as like the wallflower in the conversation. So it's just something I need to work on more so than anything. But when you're not there, you're not my crutch. You're not my security blanket. Right. I have to kind of do my own thing. So it was very different in this situation with Clint because of that. Yeah, I could see that. So we're sitting there. We have a couple of drinks. We decide that we're going to go back to the this place. And so I will say I did not wear lingerie this time. I did have on like a little kind of cami thing and some really cute panties. And I put in an anal plug. Right. It was my black kind of uh, silicone-y one. It has weights in it. Isn't it the geisha? No, it's not the Geisha. It's a different one. But I love it. It's really, really heavy. It's much heavier than the Geisha plug. And the reason I like it is because if I am getting penetrated vaginally when it's in, it's like weight on top of weight and it's really hot. Oh, it's got the ball bearings in it so it moves around. No, that's the Geisha. That's the Geisha. Yeah, this is just a weight that's inside of it. So it's very sexy. So anyway, we go back to his place. We go into the bedroom and we are making out in the bedroom and pretty quickly... Clint takes off his belt, okay? And he's kind of biting on my neck and growling and doing all the normal Clint primal moves that I love. But pretty quickly, I start touching his cock and he's like, oh, you're being greedy. You want my cock, don't you? And I'm like, yes, of course I want your fucking cock. (laughs) So he pulls his cock out. But as he is pulling his cock out and I'm getting on my knees to suck it, he puts the belt around my neck. Okay, and he's like kind of squeezing, not completely choking me more so than anything. It's just this idea of like he has control over me and can lead me in any direction he wants. Just directing you around a little bit. Yeah. So he's leading his cock to me with that fucking belt around my neck. And I am, of course, deep throating his cock. He is choking me with it. Pretty soon I have the, you know, the makeup running down my face, the tears, the drool all over my chin. I'm fucking loving every second of it. 
And there was one point, and I should also say he had the, the cock ring on that I love, the little copper metal cock ring. Yeah, it's it heavy, that thing. so fucking good on his cock. And I also like it because like when he's choking me with it, I can feel it in my mouth and that for whatever reason feels really naughty to me it's like oh that cock ring that's all the way at the very base of his cock and around his balls is hitting my mouth so i mean i feel like a badass well you're super naughty as well so that's probably part of it (laughs) not me so anyway he's choking me with his cock and then he stops and he's like this is too hot i have to take a picture so he takes a picture of me and if you guys are on our OnlyFans, clint said that i could share it there so i totally did he has the belt wrapped around my neck and it's like his cock and then you see my face under his cock and it's you know spit and tears and everything i mean it's the most primal picture i've ever fucking seen in my life because he just has complete control over me he used me so thoroughly in that moment it was just so fucking hot yeah when you sent me the picture i was like wow that's that's insane that how hot that picture was yeah there was so much going on in that picture the belt the cock ring your face covered in (laughs) slobber you know, it was it was really fucking hot. Yeah, he's taken a lot of pictures of us, but that was probably the hottest ever. For sure. So, yeah. anyway, we go back to a little bit more cock sucking. And then pretty quickly, he lays me on the bed and starts going down on me. And I think that's when he saw the plug. So he takes my clothes off, I should say. Sees the plug for the first time. Starts licking my pussy. And then pretty quickly, he turns me over. So now I'm on all fours kind of on the bed. Um, actually, I think my legs were kind of off the edge of the bed a little bit. And he brought the bat, which we talked about. We've talked about this bat so many times at this point. It is my favorite toy that he brings with him. (laughs) It's this leather covered baton is almost what it looks like. But the baton part of it is flatter. Yeah, it's like an oar almost. It's just covered in leather. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what it looks like. So he starts hitting me with that while he's kind of playing with my pussy And it was fucking magical. And he's going back and forth between my ass and my thighs. He knows that the back of my thighs are really sensitive. So he kind of fucks with my mind in that way. Like he'll kind of rub the leather of the bat on my ass and then slap my thigh. (laughs) And it's that mind fuck. And I just love it because you get lost in it. You get lost in the sensation. And it's the perfect way to relax. Nobody gets this if they aren't into impact play. But because it just completely frees your mind of anything other than what's happening on your body it's also incredibly erotic and you're anticipating that impact yeah so there's nothing else you can think about it's so sexy so he's doing that for quite a while and then this is so fucking hot okay he puts on a condom and he starts fucking me and he's still using the bat kind of on my ass as he's fucking me from behind he's digging his fingers into me and then he starts just very lightly playing with the plug while he's fucking me and like I said because it's weighted inside it's like the cock is obviously weighted and he has that cock ring on it and then the weight of the plug in my ass it's just fucking magical and he fucks me like crazy for quite a while i came so hard at one point that i just i've only come this hard a few times where it's almost like this black cloud falls over me right. <laughs> and i don't mean black cloud in a bad way i just mean it's like this haze that falls over me i have such, such an intense orgasm that it's almost like i lose sense of anything going around on around me and that's totally what happened in this moment it was the combination of him spanking me with the bat hitting me with the bat 
fucking me in my pussy and this weight in my ass. It was so fucking nice. Yeah, that's a lot going on. It was a lot. It was a lot and it was great. So then he stops fucking me for a moment and he gets down and starts licking my pussy from behind and then he starts tonguing around the plug that's in my ass, okay? This is so fucking hot. So he grabs on to the plug with his teeth and starts pushing it in and out of me very slowly at first. It's just this very methodical in and out with his mouth, with his teeth. Oh, God, it was driving me insane. And then he starts very slowly pulling the plug out, still with his teeth, just with his mouth, and pulls the plug all the way out of my ass, does that little, you know, the sound of... Release of air. Yeah, like when you open a wine bottle. That's what it sounds like. Uncorking the ass. (laughs) Uncorked my ass. Yeah, got it all ready for him. So he loops himself up, and he starts very slowly entering my ass. Now, I will say... We have not, you and I have not had anal sex before this for a while. Right. I mean, it's been typically for us, anal's like a once a week thing. Right. Because we were getting ready to sell the house or we were selling the house, we were moving from the house, we were getting into a U-Haul, selling all of our furniture. A lot of the very kind of intricate or more, I should say, longer sessions kind of took a backseat. Well, also all of our fucking toys were boxed up. Everything was crated up. Yeah, for sure. So just our sex lives were still amazing, like they always are. But we, there were certain things that kind of fell by the wayside, I would say, during that time. And one of them was anal. So I hadn't had anal sex for like two months. Pretty cool. Yeah, close. Leading up to this. So as he is entering my ass, I am wincing. I'm pulling away from him, even though I had the plug in. Right. So, I mean, it's just one of those things. It was a reminder that <laughs> you kind of have to train your ass. Got to get the reps in. You Gotta can't get just the reps go in. straight into the hard ass fucking when you haven't had anal sex in two months. It's not a thing, at least not for me. Yeah, you got you to gotta get that workout in for sure. <laughs> you do work out that ass. <laughs> so anyway, he's, of course, being so gentle with me, so thoughtful. He's like pushing into me. At one point, he put his hand one of his hands on the small of my back. I remember this just because it felt, I don't know, intimate's not the right word, but just very caring, very like thoughtful. He puts his hand on the back of uh, the small of my back and kind of presses down just a little bit so that he's getting a little bit better angle. And as soon as he does that and starts sliding again, everything changed. So, I mean, he's just obviously very knowledgeable about how to fuck my ass at this point he's been doing it for two years so he knows where my ass needs to be and he got me there so once we got past that little bit of awkwardness and pain it was fucking amazing he is pounding my ass and i mean the the ass fucking lasted a long time i'm talking that's what you told me yeah at least 15 minutes and he is just pounding and pounding at one point he stopped and I thought he was going to slide all the way out of me and I almost kind of braced myself for that and instead he just went right back in hard and it was very sexy I loved that and you know the entire time he's of course saying all the normal Clint things like calling me a dirty slut and like you like getting your ass used don't you and I'm like yes I do keep doing it (laughs) well he knows you well at one point, I reached back and I started playing with my pussy. And of course, as soon as I did that, it made me come so hard. So I just loved that. It was just, it was the perfect 
kind of last thing for us to do together is him fucking my ass because A, he does it so well, but B, it is such a primal moment between he and I when he is just using me in that way. You know, it goes back and forth between kind of painful moments mixed with incredible pleasure and kind of getting through the painful moments to have these explosive orgasms. And so we we fucked like that for quite a while and then he came and it's always I love when Clint comes because he always keeps pumping and he makes these amazing growling noises and it gets like it starts so loud you know these very audible noises coming out and then it it slowly dissipates but he keeps pumping I don't know it's just it's one of those things that makes him unique during our sex and I I always wait for it it's one of those things I always look forward to when we're having sex so you know then of course we just kind of laid there together he finally pulled out of my ass and we're laying there together in the bed and it was just kind of a sweet moment you know we were touching each other and we were talking about our upcoming trip and how much we loved seeing each other one more time. The fact that we didn't have to fuck on an air mattress, which we were both very excited about. (laughs) So at what point did it occur to you or him or both of you like, oh, wow, this is like, this is the last time for a, a measurable period of time. Okay, well, this is, so this is interesting. I'll get to that. So I am laying there, you know, tits out. I just have kind of my cami thing on. My ass is up in the air. We're touching each other. I finally decide I should probably go and get dressed and kind of put myself together. So I go into the restroom. I clean myself up. I get dressed. And he's still sitting on the edge of the bed when I come out. And I go over to him. And he was like, that was amazing. Thank you so much. And I started crying. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Shocker, right? I was like, oh my God, this is the last time we're going to play together. And he was like, I know, this is weird. And um, I kind of started getting teary-eyed. And then it was just like fucking went from there (laughs) and i i mean i think what we talked about while we were sitting there together was you know i'm not going to go into all of it because part of it is just between he and i but you know we talked about the fact that this has been so good for both of us it's been very drama free it's been very much based on friendship like yes we have sex and the sex is amazing but part of the reason the sex has always been so good is because he's a friend and I trust him. Yeah, I mean, you think about how long a period of time this has been with your relationship with Clint, with our relationship with Clint, but specifically yours. Drama-free, just easygoing, you know, very, always a thoughtful component. You know, there's there was never a time where there was ever a question that this was the right thing for you to be doing. Exactly. Right? I mean, it, it's not, it's never happened. That conversation's never come up. It's always been positive conversations about the entire process with him. So yeah, I imagine it was, listen, even for me, it felt a little weird when you came home. Obviously you were, it was obviously you had been fucked, you know, left, right, and sideways. <laughs> My hair is totally fucked yeah, up. Yeah, makeup and- <laughs> all over your face. And you'd obviously been crying, I could tell. And I had a feeling, I was thinking about, of course, I was busy doing crazy shit while you were out doing that, keeping myself busy at the house. But it occurred to me that, yeah, this is going to be the last time. I wonder how this is going to be emotionally for both of you, not just you, but for him as well. You know, he's a sensitive guy. He's This has been going on for two years, pl- over two years. This is a relationship. So, yeah, I was, I was, I questioned that. Yeah, I mean, it was a very emotional moment, I think, for both of us. And it was a very connecting moment, too. It was a reminder that, like, I think we have both seen this for what it is, which is, and it's something that doesn't come along every single day, right? He and I are not, we were not in a relationship, in a romantic relationship with each other. However, this is something that 
transcended just sexual acts and that's something he, both of us crave. He said that when he was on our show and we interviewed him that, you know, the idea of just going out and fucking some random person is just something that does not interest him. He doesn't feel any level of fulfillment from that. And I'm pretty much the same way. So knowing that we both were getting what we needed in a in a trusting environment, in a connected environment was really important for us. And it was it was sad. I mean, it was just, it was sad to leave him not only because I love getting fucked by him, but because I just enjoy him so thoroughly as a person. So let's talk about this for a second. I don't know if we ever had a conversation about what the, the proclivity was of there becoming a more of a polyamorous type relationship involving Clint. Did we ever have that conversation? Did you guys ever have that conversation? Never. Does that is that something that you think would even could even have been a possibility should we have continued to, you know, stay in our town or is that something that you think would have developed over time or was it even on the table? I don't I mean, I don't I don't I can't say for certain because I don't know how it would have been if we had actually been like going on dates and things like that. I think you develop different emotions when you're in that type of an environment and the first time he and i sat down alone together was this night when we went to have beers together right i don't i didn't have feelings romantic feelings for clint but it also could be because we were kind of putting that wall up and we weren't allowing ourselves to you know think in that way and by us i mean you and i yeah, well, I don't know. It wasn't as if you and I said that's not a possibility. We never that never came. But we up. also never talked about it being a possibility, right? Well, I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that you and I have known for a period of time that we were not staying in Montana, so there was no reason to necessarily continue down that road with someone like Clint, who's already you know you're already involved in a great relationship with him. There's no reason to throw a monkey wrench in that necessarily. But I, I, I've often thought of that since we've left. I thought, wow, I wonder if that would have been a thing, and and had that conversation ever come up. Obviously, you and I didn't talk about it as being a possibility, but I certainly saw it as one potentially. I didn't see any reason why it wouldn't have been a possibility. Yeah, I think what's really interesting is, so I met Dean well after you and I started discussing being polyamorous, right? right? And I think because of that, I was able to open up myself to him in a different way than I have with previous play partners. So if you guys remember, the last time we talked about my friend Dean, who is a married man in an open relationship, but not polyamorous, I said in a different world, if he and his partner decided to be polyamorous and we were staying or found ourselves in the same place, I could probably date him. He's incredibly thoughtful. He's so smart. I just really, really like being around him. So it's interesting to think about if I had met Clint, after we had kind of opened ourselves up to the possibility of polyamory, would things have been different? Would I have allowed myself to have different feelings or emotions tied to him? So you think it's primarily because you were just in a different headspace when you met Dean, as opposed to when you met Clint? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know for sure. I'm just, you know, surmising that that's a possibility. Yeah, I would think so. I, like I said, I thought, uh, to me, when we started talking about polyamory, now it's a, some time ago... It didn't occur to me right away, but after a while, I thought, well, I wonder if that's even something that could potentially happen with with Clint, and were you even considering it? But we, oddly enough, we didn't really talk about that, because I think, again, the relationship, I don't want to, it was very defined. It was clearly defined. It was a great relationship that you and, and Clint have, so 
I, I, I kind of didn't want to fuck it up. That's yeah, really what yeah. it came down to. It was like everything works so well the way it is. Why on earth would I try to make it more complicated? Exactly. That's kind of what I thought, especially since it did not begin that way. It wasn't the relationship didn't begin under those guides. And I thought, well, maybe that's part of why and, and why fuck up a good thing, you know, type situation. So, yeah, I guess that's partly why. But when you talk about the partners that make the most sense in those relationships, those external relationships for us. I mean, it's almost like Clint was like that. That's the definition, right? Like he's almost the definition of that person. Yeah. For you. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So I, I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just value the friendship so much and the sex that I, I didn't want to introduce any extraneous shit to it. But yeah, I mean, it's interesting. It's something we definitely have to think about more in depth as we go along on this journey. And it's also something that's really fucking hard now that we're on the road. Yeah. Because I'm communicating with people and I constantly find myself going, yeah, but do I want to just have sex with you one time and never see you again? Well, and that's something we've been talking about, obviously, a lot since we've got on the road into U-Haul to get here to Nashville. A lot, is, like 12 times a day. Yeah, and I think, and I think you know, I talked about it yesterday. Really, my feeling on it is when we when we finally determine, yes, this is a place that we think we can live. This is where we want to be. Should we decide to land anywhere, right? I think what's going to end up happening before we make that decision, before that decision's finalized, I think a lot of it is going to have to do with the people that we've encountered there. If we have you or I or both of us have encountered people that we genuinely want to pursue a relationship with, or if we've just found a group of people that are just right for us to be around and to engage with and to communicate with and to be friends with, that will probably have a lot of weight on where it is we end up. Yeah. And I think it's going to come out of nowhere. Yeah, as, I completely agree. As I told you yesterday, I don't think we can, we can't calculate, like right now, you and I both agree, we like Nashville. We could live in Nashville, but we're, we've got a lot of road ahead of us. So there's no telling what's going to end up happening. And we could get someplace where we never really thought of wanting to live and just find the right kind of people and think, oh shit, this is, this is going to be home. Yeah. You know, which is very possible for, for the people, for you and I, you know, we, we function that way pretty easily. Yeah. It's really weird to think about, isn't it? Yeah. Very much so. We have a lot of shit to figure out in our lives. And I think that's the other reason I loved having Clint around and loved being friends with Clint is because he felt like the stability during times when our lives were fucking crazy during times when we were trying to decide, are we polyamorous? Are we not polyamorous? Are you going to have regular play partners? Are you going to date other people? Like all of those things were going on on top of us selling our home and preparing to get on a fucking tour bus to live. And yet this was like the the constant source of stability in my life. Yeah, and I think that's part of why I firmly believe that one of the major components to where do Brennan and Brian end up living is going to be the people that we come in contact with and the, and the relationships that, or friendships that maybe even I should say that we form in that place. You know, I've lived in the big cities. I've lived at the beach. You know, I'm dying to get back to the beach. Uh, and we are. We're going to be in Florida for an extended period of time here very soon. I just, I'm drawn to it, but also I could, I could live here. Again, it really just depends. I think a lot of it's going to have to do with the people that we come in contact with. Yeah. That, that's going to be a, a huge component of it, I think. Well, we will keep you guys updated on how that is going on the road. Yeah. And we've got a lot of updates. So we're going to do another video today. Hopefully we're going to have a completed wrapped bus today. 
Oh my gosh. That will be a little later on this afternoon with any luck that will be happening. So we've got some videos we're going to do. Uh, some, I think we're going to do one more video here in Nashville before we head out. Talk a little bit about our experience here. But yeah, we're going to be doing the Chronicles the whole way through. And from here, we are either headed to Knoxville or Atlanta. Not 100% sure yet. Depends. But lots of road ahead of us. It's going to be... It's going to be a journey, no doubt. We will bring it all to you. Yeah, and then we're dipping down into Florida. And if you guys want more specifics on dates and where we're going to be and when, our Patreon members are getting that information first before anyone else. Yes, and we actually, the first thing we need to do is figure out what we're doing for our birthdays. We have got to figure that out. Ah, yes, our birthdays are in like two weeks, two weeks. Yeah, I'm not even, yeah, I can't even fucking believe it, frankly. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, it's we've got to figure that out because we're not in uh, not at home anymore. We are not going to go to our normal birthday spot anymore. Not have our normal birthday threesomes anymore. I know. I'm yeah. very very disappointed <laughs> about not getting my yearly DP birthday. Yeah. So you know we're 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 working on some new stuff. It's a work in progress. But yeah, we're going to figure that out in uh, mid February, and then we have. You know, the month of February and March, I think we're going to spend up and down the coast of Florida. So we're going to uh, we're going to have some fun. Yeah, absolutely. So you have a date tonight, which is very interesting. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting one. It is. It's unique for you. You're very much being courted tonight. I am. I am uh, being taken out to a very nice restaurant, which I'm very nervous about for whatever reason. I don't know why. It's so weird. Because <laughs> I have to like be on my best behavior because it's a nice fucking restaurant. Well, you and I have been to plenty of nice restaurants and you are still grabbing my cock under the table. So yeah, because... let's not pretend <laughs> that you're a Miss Prim and Proper. <laughs> but shouldn't I be on a first date in a really nice restaurant? Uh, you know. Do I have depends. to like remember which fucking knife and fork and shit to use? Uh, you're not going to have I mean, I'm not an animal. I'm not a barnyard animal, but you know, I'm not... I would not say I'm uh, overly uh, fancy either. Well, you just have to stay focused. That's your problem. You never, you can't focus. You're so like you're going to be overwhelmed by everything that's going on. It's a new experience, a new town. You know, the whole thing is just going to be. You're going to be in over your head, all in your head because of all of that. So you just need to calm down and just relax and have a good time. Ugh, it's going to be, be hard. Fun. No, you'll have a good time. It'll be fun. So we'll you've see. got a date tonight. We'll see how that goes. Maybe we'll talk about that soon. Yeah. We had an amazing experience in Nashville. Night two that we were here with a couple that I had the opportunity to meet sometime back and that you got to meet for the first time. And holy shit, was that hot. It was another first for us, which is very cool. And I'm looking forward to talking about that. So we've had a great time here so far. Yeah. Fucking yeah. loving Nashville. Yeah. Good time. Good people. Lots of fun, sexy stuff. Absolutely. You want to know what else is sexy stuff? What? Our Patreon community, specifically our Telegram group. Telegram was crazy for the past like three days. People are upping the ante. Yes, it, they are. It's getting really fucking hot on Telegram. It's, so apparently now I think Saturdays is going to become shirtless Saturdays. Like all the guys now have to take pictures of themselves shirtless on which Saturdays. I fucking love because I hate that all the groups are all about Titty Tuesday and none of the guys post their titties in our well, group. That's they not do. fair. We do. No, but. But I'm saying like in most groups when you have like, you know, the sexy shit going on every day, it's always lady show your tits on Tuesday or taco Tuesday or whatever. And, you know, the guys are never getting in on any of the pictures. And that's not how it is in our group. The guys in our group are equal opportunists and they're fucking sexy. Yeah, we've got Wiener Wednesday and now it'll be shirtless Saturday. And we and most of us show, you know, Titty Tuesday. I'm in there all the time. <laughs> so I wouldn't say it's that uh, that strict in our space. <laughs> we like to just throw it all out there. Yeah. So if you want to jump in on that fun as well as receive lots of other bonuses like 
80 bonus episodes of Front Porch Swingers. You can head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers. You can sponsor the show, support us. We would so appreciate it. And our newest Patreon members this week are CT, Jennifer, and Chad. Thank you guys so much for jumping on. We cannot wait to get to know you better. We also have the naughty shit for you on OnlyFans. We have been doing some shoots. Brian totally ate my ass the other day. We put that up there. Totally did. And we've also been doing some really fun custom videos there. So if you are looking for something a little bit steamier, OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers is where you can find us. Also, guys, make sure that you're subscribed to us on YouTube. If you're listening right now and you're not subscribed on YouTube yet, you need to stop and go do that immediately because we're going to have so much shit up there. So much fun stuff from our travels vlogs of what we're doing different club and event walkthroughs it's just going to be fucking fun and uh, we're really excited to continue to produce content there you can also find us on social media we're on twitter at fp swingers and instagram at fp swingers too and you can also of course find all of our resources as well as the podcast at frontportswingers.com absolutely check us out do subscribe to youtube it's going to be a very cool place to keep up with us we've got some very cool videos we've done since we've been in nashville and they will continue uh, as we get on our trip on the bus also guys make sure you're finding us on stereo for those live interactive shows we did our first one this last wednesday we'll be doing another one this coming wednesday at 7 p.m central time we're going to have topics that we're going to cover but we're also going to do q a so you guys can ask your questions live in the show which we are so pumped for so make sure that you join us for that it is this wednesday uh yeah this wednesday 7 p.m central time the third of february Absolutely. So stereo.com slash FP swingers to jump on that fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Live is is fun. It was fun. No room for error. No, <laughs> can't say anything too crazy. Well, we can, but it, maybe you don't want to. <laughs> All right, guys, that's what we have for this week. And thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. Don't forget to find us on altplayground.net. Alt Playground is an amazing open community for non-monogamous and sexually open people to connect, share, and create new adventures together. They have 20 years of experience as a regional open lifestyle website, but now they're rolling out nationally, and they're including so many amazing features, including the podcast corner, which we're very excited to be on. There are going to be videos from your favorite sex-positive folks, and also it's a great place to just connect with sexy, like-minded people. So we hope you'll come check us out at Alt Playground dot net today.